Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhiers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! At this time, I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yossi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that J Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on jwitradio.com, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhiyevs for either storytelling, Kayach from the Mayach, Extreme Martial Arts Demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, other Sabanian program, uh, uh, your, your yeshiva, your benos, your base Yaakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or a sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718. 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs's books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhirbs at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Okay, so uh, we have a very, very interesting story. Yeah, which one? Are we going to do it together again? Well, so far that seems to be working, so we'll do it that way. Oh, that's so much fun. 
Okay, so which story are we doing? You should know. You're in my mind. No, no, not yet. You didn't let me in. Okay, I'll, I'll come into your head. No, no, you don't come into my head. I come into your head because you're the one who knows the stories. Okay, whichever way you want to do it. Anyways, just want to remind everybody that uh, tonight's story is sponsored for Fuwishlema for Chaim Yosef Ben Sarah Miriam and also for Chaya uh, for Peril Bas Chaya Rivka. Also like to remind everybody that my son Rabbi Meir Erbs's newest CD, Captured, is for sale in your local Judaica bookstores or wherever those CDs are sold. And I'd like to be Moidia the Oilam to let everybody know that you keep your eyes and ears open because sooner than you think, the newest production from Yufa Studios and Rabbi Yitzhi Erbs, master storyteller, will be out in stores before you know it. We're just telling you about it. Get you psyched up a bit, but it's good. Because when you hear this newest CD, whoa! Okay, anyways, uh, tonight's story is entitled, very interesting enough, The Drunken Tzaddik! <laughs> what did you say? No, 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 no. <laughs> not yet. Well, how could it be a drunken tzaddik? I mean, if he's drunk, he's not a tzaddik. Oh, yes. <clears throat> this one is a tzaddik, but a very interesting one. So, let's start off in the town of Mezhevich. Oh, a Baal Shem Tov story! Well, not exactly a Baal Shem Tov story. Ah, what do you mean? Well, well, what kind of story could it be in, in Mezhevich? Well, how about his grandson? You mean like Udi's son? Yes, that's right, Udi's son. Uh, who can he be? <laughs> He's very high, highly tzaddik, a very holy tzaddik. Yes, yes, indeed. Okay, who was he? Well, he was known as Rav Boruch HaKadosh of Mezovich. Oh, wait a minute. Isn't he the Rav that took over in like uh, 1782 of Mezovich? That's right. And he is the grandson of the Baal Shem Tov. So was he a tzaddik also? I think you could say so. So is he the drunken tzaddik? No, 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 no. Not him. No, 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 no. If you, um, you know, relax yourself and concentrate, you'll enter my mind and together you can do the story. <laughs> okay. You're not letting me in again. I see your grocery shopping list. <laughs> You're not looking at the right level in my head, you know what I mean? Oh, I got it. Here it is. Okay. Oh, oh, this is so sad. Don't worry, it has a happy ending. Oh, I hope so. Okay, so our story starts off in Mezhevich. Now, obviously, this had to happen in a time that Rabbarach was the Rav of Mezhevich. So it had to be somewhere after 1782. But it had to be probably a little more than 1782 because they had to be after a time that they realized that he was a great, 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 great tzaddik. Aha! Now you're on to something. Okay, so anyways, one day, somebody in somebody's house had a problem. <laughs> you know, on the other side of the radio, uh, meaning the dot-com or the telephone, you know, the other side of radio.com, uh, nobody can actually see the something that's being described unless you describe it better. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. So basically what happened was it's like this. One day, one mommy was inside the house, and suddenly somebody said, Woe is to me, I don't feel very well. Baba, Baba, could you please help me? Sure, Dr. Lair, I'm going to help you. 
Oi, vei, your head is burning with a very strong fever. Oi, 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 you have such a strong fever. Ach, weiß nicht, was to do, I don't know what to do. Oi, you will have to call a doctor. And so, sure enough, a doctor came. Uh, are we going to do simultaneous or... Well, I don't know, we'll play it by ear. No, 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 we'll play it by mouth. Uh, 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 yeah, right, yeah, okay. And, and everybody else plays it by ear, because we talk with the mouth and they listen by the ear. Okay, anyways, so uh, what happened was is they called the doctor and the doctor came in. Hello, Shulamalaihem, how are you? Who is the patient? Over there? Okay, hmm. Hello, can you stick out your tongue? It's not nice to stick out your tongue. It's not a good media. Yes, I understand. That's when you're sticking out your tongue. <coughs> Excuse me, to make fun of someone else, but... <coughs> Doctor, are you feeling all right? Well, I hope so, but I, I've been seeing a lot of patients lately. I'm working very hard. Anyway, so let me see. Stick out your tongue. I have to examine your tongue. Oh, oh, not to stick out to insult. Okay, I'm sticking out my tongue. <laughs> you have the terrible same thing. Oh, Bobby, did you hear? I got the terrible same thing. What is the terrible same thing? It's like uh, some sort of a sickness that is going around lately. It's not very good. What? what? A sickness? No, 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 no. I, I, I'm not sick. I mean, I mean, I am sick. I mean, I got a fever. So you, you, you tell me to put some cold compress on my head and everything. I'll take a cold bathtub and whatever, you know, and uh, drink some stuff and give me some baths. I'll be all better. I'm very sorry. I wish it was that easy. Let me speak to your mother for a minute, okay? Uh, okay. You can speak to my mother. Okay, I'm not going anywhere. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, uh, madam... Yes, what is it? Well, uh, madam, uh, let's go by uh, the other side of the room over here. <laughs> it's not that much of a big house, but, you know, this is a very, very, um, I don't know how to say it. It seems like there's some sort of an epidemic going around. I've seen this color of the tongue, you know, with these dots and everything. Ay, 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 ay. And no matter what I prescribe, it doesn't help. Some people get over it, but most of the people, and I hate to say this, but, um, but, um, um, I, 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 please tell it to me, don't hide it, tell me what's wrong. Well, I tell you the truth, it's, it's like, um, and so far, many patients that I visited and things are happening like this, you know, I don't even know what to call this thing, but, um, <clears throat> it's like, um, when people have it and they don't get better, they, uh, they, uh, they what? They what? Uh, uh, they die. Hey, are you saying my, my... Not so loud. Don't let your son hear. That's what seems to be until they find a cure of some sort. I mean, you could try other doctors. We will, we will, we will, we will. And so, sure enough, they tried other doctors. Doctors came from other shtetlach. Some even came from the big city. One very interesting doctor came to take care of somebody that uh, was very sick, and the local doctor couldn't help. So he came to the house. You're right. Let me see what's going on here. Let me put on this mask so I don't breathe in the germs. Okay, now, where is the patient? The patient is in the bed over there. 
Oh, very interesting. So he's over there. Oh, my goodness, I don't like the color of his face. It's very pale. I know that, but please, can you do something? Well, we're relaxed a minute. Let me see. Can you stick out your tongue? Oh, barely could stick it out. Oh, dear, help me, oh, my. Let me open your mouth a bit here. Okay, now, try to stick it Oh, I don't even have to look at you sticking out your tongue. He's got that strange disease. What are you talking about, strange disease? What is it? Well, in, in, can I talk to you on the side? Now, um, I, I've examined a few people in this town like this, and I'm a big doctor, you know, and I know quite a lot of cures. Uh, not for this. There seems to be some sort of an epidemic that's going around, and it's pretty hard to stop. I'm afraid that most of the people that have this, they end up dying. Oh, dear. This is terrible. What are we going to do? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you don't know. Hmm. Oh. oh, boy. What are we going to do? And of course, people were wondering what to do. And as the epidemic was growing by leaps and bounds, and people were getting sick all over the place. Wherever you turn, people were getting sick. It was really, really bad. So what did they do, Rabbi Irvs? <clears throat> you in my mind or not? You're supposed to tell what's going to happen next. Okay, let me concentrate. Uh, I can't got it. So the people knew that if the doctors cannot help, they got to turn to the Bainishalaylam. So they started davening and saying Kapitlach of Tehillim, but it didn't seem to stop. So they knew the next thing was to have somebody who has a great koyach to interfere with the ways of the world, to go and, well, um, uh, to uh, overturn the Derech HaTeva. The Derech HaTeva, you know what I mean? I'll, oh, yes, yes, yes. So it has to overturn the Derech HaTeva. Oy vey. So they went to the tzaddik, the heilige tzaddik, the holy tzaddik, Rabbi Borach HaKodesh of Mezerich, thereof. And a delegation of men went to the Rav, and they knocked on the door. And of course, the Rav opened the door, right? Didn't he? Oh, yes, he did. He did. He opened the door. Okay, so, um... <clears throat> Yes, may I help you? What's this? Kim Taran, Kim Taran, come in, come in, come in, come in. Yes, what's the problem? Rav, we got a terrible problem. I know the Rav sits and learns all day and answers some special shilas here and there, and, and you don't have so much time to deal with these things, but I don't know what to say, but... Um, you know, uh, there's a terrible sickness going around of some sort. Ah, uh, yes. I've heard a little bit about it. Seems to be that there's no cure. But, you know, if everybody's mispalo, works on doing tshuva, things should get better. Well, Rob, we've been trying things like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, we've been trying so many things of that nature, and, and it's just not working. Oh, yes, Rob. We've been trying very, very hard, except that it seems to be that nothing is happening. Instead of getting better, more and more people are coming down with the sickness. 
and some people already were nifter. This is terrible. What should we do? I see. All right. Let me think about this for a moment or so. All right. I have a solution. But are you willing to do whatever I tell you? Uh, yes, of course, Rada, uh, 100%. Uh, yeah, sure, sure, whatever the world tells us, that's what we're going to do. Sure, 100%. Zichur. I mean, you had a Shiloh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, you have a Robin, and we trust whatever you say, you know, whatever. All right. I want you to go to a certain shtetl. It's not too far from here. It's one of the neighboring shtetlach. And over there, you are going to find a person by the name of a, let me think a bit Rev Tuvia Ben Yukasil. Yes, 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 yes. Rev Tuvia Ben Yukasil. Hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Rev Tuvia Ben Yukasil. Very, very special person. And uh, he's a tzaddik. And you have to go to him. Yes, Rebbe. Whatever the Rebbe tells us, that's what we're going to do. Uh, Rebbe. Whatever you tell us to do, that's what we're going to do. So we have to go to which title? Uh-huh. Are you writing it down? So just in case we don't know how to pronounce it. Uh-huh. Okay. The shtetl of Zlotch. Okay, good, good. Okay, we're going to Zlotch. And we are looking for... Tuvia Ben Yukasil. Yukasil. Okay, Tuvia Ben Yukasil. Okay, very good. We're going to look for Tuvia Ben Yukasil. And he's a tzaddik? He is the one that has the koyach to stop the gezeche. Okay, so uh, what do you want us to do? When you find this person, you must visit him and you must tell him that he's a terrible gazeta going on that people are suffering from an epidemic and what you must do is you must stop the epidemic but how is he going to do it he is going to utter something out of his mouth and don't you dare i repeat this again do not leave his house for even one moment do you understand what i'm saying do not leave his house for even one moment, until he says with his own mouth that the decree should be taken away. Do you understand? Do you know what to do? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, makes sense. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, it makes sense, you know. You look at Shiloh, you know what I mean? Like, 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 now, uh, should we leave now? Yes. The sooner you get there, the sooner you get the bracha. The sooner you get the bracha, the sooner everything will happen the way it's supposed to. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good idea. Okay, so uh, uh, everybody okay over here? Nobody has the, 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 the sickness over here. Any of us have the sickness? Uh, nope, nope, nope. I don't have it. I don't have it either. And I certainly don't have it. See, I'm jumping and springing. La, 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 la. You see, I, I know, I, I'm, I'm okay, Baruch Hashem. Nevaila, you're Baruch Hashem okay. 
I want you to stay that way. So, tell your wives you're going to find this person and hurry up. Uh, yeah, sure, no problem. Okay, guys, uh, meet you back in the center of town with your horses. <laughs> we'll be here like in like in that, uh, 20 minutes. All right, 20 minutes sounds good to me. And so what happened was they went over and they got themselves ready. And in 20 minutes, they met in the center of the town of Mezhevich. And they had the map with them with the name and everything of his watch and Tuvia ben Yukasil. They knew they had to go. So what they did was they got on their horses and they galloped away. <laughs> and they traveled until like maybe a couple of hours and they arrived near the shtetl of Zloch. And they came in slowly. And soon, they arrived there, and they parked their horses. Was, were there any meters over there? Did they have parking meters? How much did it cost in those days? You see... Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, just lightening up a little bit. Okay, okay, so what happened there? Uh, oh, all right, I'm supposed to tell. Okay, so they arrived there, and they, you know, temporarily put their horses in the barn, and they started walking around, and the first year they met, they said... <clears throat> they, they said, you hope you guys ready? Now give me a second, please. You know, I just got off my horse. You know, give me a second, you know. Gotta catch my breath a little bit. <sighs> okay, I'm ready. Okay. Okay, so go to the first guy, did you see? Yes, that's right. Go to the first guy and start trying to find out where uh, Tuvia Benyukasil is. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, do it, do it, do it. All right, we're going, we're going. Take it easy. All right, so let's go. Um... And so the three men walked around and they met their first year. Oh, uh, excuse me? Uh, pardon me? Uh, may I talk to you? <laughs> you want to talk to me? Listen to her. So what can I do for you? Shock me, shock me. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Oh, uh, well, um, we're uh, strangers, obviously, and we're not from this town, but, uh, you know, our Rav told us to look for a certain tzaddik by the name of Tuvia ben Yukasil. Uh Do you know where we can find this tzaddik Tuvia ben Yukasil? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Very big tzaddik. Uh, he has a tremendous kaiyas, but we don't have no time to explain by what we have, but we have to do what the, uh, our Rav said, you know, that ever, you know, the Heilige Raborach HaKodesh from Mezhevis. Oh, that's very nice, very nice, very nice. But I'm sorry, there's no such person here. Hmm, I see. You must be new around here, too. I've been living here for 40 years. What are you talking about? I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I guess I don't know. I don't know why you don't know who he is. He's obviously here. I mean, if our Rav told us that the Tzaddik, uh, Tuvia, Menyukasil is here, then he's here. Uh, all right, but I don't know about the Tzaddik. I've been here for 40 years. Trust me, trust me. And I'm not losing my mind yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Baruch Hashem. Oh, look, this is another, you know, in here. Um, excuse me, sir. Um, may we talk to you? What's going on? What can I do for you? Uh, well, um, 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 we're, we're from Mezhevitz and... Every oh, Mezhevitz, the town with the great Sadik, the Balshemtev started out, right? Uh, well, he, well, that's where he ended up, you know, being over there for the last years of his life. Yeah, sure, sure. Anyways, uh, but, but, but uh, you know, he's not around anymore. Of course I know that. Now his grandson, <laughs> Rabbi 
guys. He's the one that's the rub over there, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. He's the, he's the, yeah, there's no question about it. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Anyways, so what happened was, is that as this was going on, they were going from people to people, from person to person, from purple to purple. I mean, I mean, purple. Yeah, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll tell. Uh, so they were going from person to person asking, and nobody seemed to know who Yucasil was. I mean, let's put it this way, Tuvia ben Yucasil. Nobody heard of him. And they just kept going, and they didn't give up. And finally they came to this other guy who seemed to know a lot. <laughs> yes, me, I have you. You want to know a person named Tuvia. Let me tell you, I, I don't know of any person by the name of uh, Tuvia Menukashil, okay? I don't know anybody, I'm sorry. Wow. It took him so long to get that out, okay? You know, like, we gotta hurry up because people are getting sick and they're dying. We gotta find this to you. Maybe he's a tzaddik mister, right? You know, maybe, maybe, not, like, you know, so, you know, like, instead of saying us, we're looking for uh, Tuvia Ben-Yucasil, you know, um, let's come over and say, say yeah, maybe we're looking for Tuvia Ben-Yucasil. That's the same thing. No, before we say we're looking for Tuvia Ben-Yucasil the tzaddik, <laughs> so nobody heard of him as a tzaddik. Maybe it's just another Tuvia Ben-Yucasil and he's like a tzaddik mister. Well, he didn't sound it. Never thought of that. Uh, our Rav, uh, Raborah HaKadosh, uh, is very, very smart. Yeah, 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 he is. He's very, very smart. And, and he probably figured out, uh, they, you know, because this probably was Ruch and figured out, you know, that there must be a Tzaddik over here, you know, but there must be a Tzaddik Nister. So how come the Rav didn't tell us he was a Tzaddik Nister? I really don't know, but you know what? We gotta find him. All right, all right, all right. Yes, yes, we gotta find him. And now, instead of asking for Tuvia ben Yucasil the Tzaddik, let's just ask if anybody knows of Tuvia ben Yucasil. Oh, wait, look, there's a very old man over there. He probably was here a long time. Uh, excuse me, sir. Yes, are you talking to me? Uh, yes, we're talking to you. Uh, perhaps you know of a person. I know of a lot of people here. I'm the oldest person in this chapter of Slotch. And I know everybody here, including myself. Let me introduce myself. For those who know who I am, I'm Yankala. <laughs> and for those who do know who I am, I mean, what did I say? Who am I talking? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yes, yes. Let me repeat that. For those who know who I am, my name is Yankala. For those who don't know who my name is, my name is still Yankala. <laughs> Do you like that little joke? Uh, well, uh, actually, we're a little bit busy and we have no time for jokes. So, um, uh, if you don't mind, we're looking for a person by the name of Tuvia ben Yucasil. Now, you said you know a lot of people. Do you happen to know a person by the name of Tuvia ben Yucasil? Huh? Do you know him? Uh, you do him or you don't? And so, the man, he started to think. And he was thinking and he was thinking in his head. And he was trying so hard to be able to 
remember. So he started thinking, Mr. Old Man, yoo-hoo, Yanko. Oh, yeah, Oh, yes, yes, there is a trivia. <laughs> okay, could you please calm down, sir? Uh, just tell us uh, who uh, this Yucasil is. You, you understand what I'm saying? You know, we have to find this person. You understand? It's a very important thing that we find him. Uh, you know what? Calm down. Uh, we'll take care of it. <coughs> You know this person, Tuvia Ben Yucasil? Yes, I know him. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. I couldn't imagine why you're looking for him, you know. Uh, why? What's what's the problem? Yes, please, tell us what's the problem. <laughs> the only... <laughs> the only Tuvia Ben Yucasil that's in this town is a Tuvia Ben Yucasil. <laughs> Okay, 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 the joke is over. We figured it out. But uh, why are you laughing so much about him? Because I have no idea why you'd want to see him. Uh, it's very important because he can help us out, and our Rebbe sent us here, and that's why we're here. <laughs> he can't even help himself out. <laughs> and you want to see him. <laughs> Wait a minute, what are you talking about? I mean, I mean, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Let me tell you. This person, Kobia Ben he's a drunk. <laughs> the only thing he does is drink snaps all day long. Then he drinks so much, and he wobbles here, and he wobbles there, and he falls down, and sometimes he makes it home, and then he just collapses in his bed, and he falls asleep, and sometimes he does it on the floor. And then when he wakes up, he finds himself on the floor, and he's thirsty again. What do you think it does? <laughs> he drinks some more schnapps. That's what he does. <laughs> and then when he drinks more schnapps, <laughs> and he gets drunk again, and then he falls asleep. That's his whole life. You know, drink, sleep, drink, sleep, drink, sleep. I bet you most of the time he doesn't even know what's going on. <laughs> Okay, that sounds fine. <laughs> One second, let me speak to my friends over here. Yeah, he's probably at Sadik Nista, and that's probably why. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> they don't know him as anything special except a drunk. Yeah, you're right. So, 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 so let's, uh, let's go over to him and, and, and afraid him, you know what I mean? Uh, why don't you ask him where he lives? Uh, good idea. Excuse me. Uh, can you please tell us where this Tuvia Benyukasia lives? <laughs> of course I can. Okay, now, you see that building on the corner? You make a left turn and walk to the end of that block. And then cross over, and then you're going to find a small broken-down sack with the shutters half-hanging off and everything like that, because, you know, he doesn't work so much. <laughs> Can't make money. <laughs> His wife works, but, you know, most of the money that she makes is taken away by him to buy more snobs, and she can't stop him. That's a shame. Okay. Oh, did I talk less than her now? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, you know what? Just go to him. If you need him, go to him. I don't know what you need him for, but I don't know how he's going to help you. Never mind that. Okay, gentlemen, I think we know where we have to go now. And so, sure enough, the three shaluchim, they went to this house. They knocked on the door. And the lady answered the door. 
One moment, please. I'm coming. One moment. Oh, Shalom Aleichem. What can I do for you? Is there something you need? Something you want? Oh, uh, yes, indeed there is. Uh, we uh, came here from Mezhevich, and we need to speak to your husband. It's very important because our Rebbe told us that he's the only one that could help us. <laughs> My husband can help you. <laughs> Pardon me for laughing so hard. But, you know, even though it's my husband, you know, one time was a very, very special person. But now he's just that drunk, you understand? All he does is drink, drink, drink. And then after he drinks, he falls asleep. And after he falls asleep, he eventually wakes up. When he eventually wakes up, he eventually drinks some more. When he eventually drinks some more, he goes over and he drinks some more and he falls asleep. He's a drunk. Oh, Nebuch, I'm telling you, you know, it wasn't always like this, but uh, lately, the past, who knows how many years, this is what my husband's all about. Oh, yeah, yeah, so how could he help you? Um, well, listen here. Our Rebbe, the Heiligat Tzaddik, Rabbi Boruch HaKodesh if he said that your husband can help, then he can help. Do you understand? So we need to talk to him. <laughs> Fine, talk to him. He's right over there sleeping on the floor. <laughs> Go ahead, try to talk to him. Uh, well, you said that he eventually wakes up? Yeah, doesn't he wake up? So maybe when he wakes up, then we could talk to him. You could try, because the second he wakes up, he's going to grab for that bottle of schnapps. Well, we won't let him drink. Yeah, I'd like to see you try that. Go ahead, go ahead. I'd like to see you try. All right, we will. And so they waited around. Yes, they waited around for a long time. And then, like after about two hours of being there, suddenly, Reptuvia <laughs> Ben Yucasil, he woke up. Well, I think I woke up. I'm thirsty. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm thirsty. Excuse me, you're not going to drink. What are you talking about not going to drink? Of course you're going to drink. No, sir. You're not allowed to drink right now. I say, sir, this, this, this is my house, understand? In my house, I can do what I want. And right now, I, I want to go over and, 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 and tell you that I want to tell you uh, that I want to drink. I'll tell you what. After you help us, you can drink. Me help you? What can a guy like me do? I'm a drunk, don't you see? I don't know how or what act you're putting on. We know you're a tzaddik, mister. You can't fool us. <laughs> oh, yeah, tzaddik, mister. Are you out of your mind? You're going cuckoo the bungo. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I just need a drink. Give me that bottle! No, 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 I'm sorry. You can't have the bottle. Uh, just a minute, just a minute. See, I'm holding the bottle. I'll give it back to you if you just help us. How can I help? What do you want from me? Well, 
our Rebbe said that we should not leave from here until you say that the Gezerah should be ended. You know, in our town of Mezhevich, people are getting sick from some sort of a sickness. It's an epidemic, and people are not getting better. They are dying, and you are the one that could stop it. So now, if you don't stop it, you won't get your drink. Now, what do you say to that? All right, all right. Okay, no problem. Okay, what I gotta do? All right. Uh, who is known also by the name of Makom, because he is all, all over the place, you understand? And therefore, he should stop this gazera, this bad gazera, and stop all this sickness, all of this illness, this plague, this epidemic, whatever you want to call it, from the Eden, all the Kalal Yisrael that's in Meshavitz. The, the, the plague should just go bye-bye, okay? Now I said it. Can I have my bottle? Uh, yeah, here's your bottle. Thank you. I don't know what you expect to accomplish from that. <laughs> that's where Amunah Sachomim comes in. I guess there's some things about your husband that you probably don't know. Well, how could I? He's just drunk all the time or sleeping. Ay, ay, ay. All right, if he helped you, gun's fine. Okay, fine, no problem. And so these people got on the horse, and then they went right away back to Mezhevitz. And all of a sudden, when people saw these guys coming in with the horses, you know, they were coming in slowly as they came into Mezhevitz, and they were hoping to see a miracle happen, although on the way they were saying to themselves, you know, I really don't understand how this is going to happen. I mean, the guy's drunk, and he just said these words. You really think it's going to happen? You know, we have to have a Munz Chachamim. If the Tzaddik Rabor HaKodesh said so, then it's going to happen. We don't know what he knows. Yeah, you better believe that. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, 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 right. Here we come into the town. Let's go slowly now. Wait a minute. Look over there. That person is smiling. Shalom Aleichem. It's so great to see you. It's a great sight to see you. Unbelievable. Oy, oy, oy. You don't know what happened. Uh, what happened? What are you talking about? Yeah, what happened? Tell us. Yeah, you might as well tell us, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. About uh, two hours ago, all of a sudden, everybody started getting better. The sickness just disappeared. What, what, what did you just say? I said the sickness disappeared. And all of a sudden, somebody else ran in the streets. Wow, I can't believe it. Do you imagine that? And another person ran in the streets. Ho, ho, ho. This is unbelievable. Yeah, my son got up. I got up from my bed too. Yeah, I feel fine. And of course they realize that two hours ago they left this so-called tzaddik, this drunken tzaddik. They left him two hours ago because it took about two hours to get there, two hours to come back. And it seemed to stop right after he said that phrase, that Hashem, the Rebbeinish Leilam, who is Mokkaim, his name is also Mokkaim, all over the place, you stop it, and it seemed to have stopped. And they returned to the Heilige Tzaddik, to Reb Baruch. And they said to Reb Baruch, uh, Excuse me, uh, uh, Heilige Tzaddik, um, you know, there are some things that just doesn't make sense. And of course, Reb Baruch said, I know what you're thinking. You are thinking, this man is a drunk. Oh, yes. The Rebbe knew that? Yes, yes. Do you know the story behind him? Uh, no. Can the Rebbe tell us? Yes. I will tell you the story behind him. 
this man really is considered a tzaddik, although he didn't start out that way. Uh, now we're kind of confused. Sit down, sit down, I tell you the story. And so what happened was is the Heilige Tzaddik, Rabbi Baruch started to tell the story. And of course, he was telling all about this man. And he was not a, 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 a drunk in the beginning. And so, let me tell you, in the beginning, this person, Tuvia, was a very rich merchant. And he did business back and forth with many people, very well to do. And he was married to his wife, you know, and everything was fine and dandy. And then one day, there was a, a, a statesman in one of the nearby big places, and he had to do business over there. Now, this person, Reptuvia, you may not have noticed it now because he's drunk, he's dirty and everything, you know, doesn't clean himself so much. But in those days when he didn't drink, he was a very handsome fellow. Now, this lady was a widow. Her husband died a while back. And she was doing business. She ordered certain merchandise and things, place, whatever. And she noticed that he's a very handsome person. And she wanted to get married again. And she was attracted to the fact that he was so handsome. And so she said the following. Well, you look so handsome. You know something. I don't care. I don't care if you're Jewish because you'll give it up when I tell you what I want. Uh, really? Why? Why on earth would I give up my Yiddishkeit? Can you please tell me? Well, you see, you're rich, but I'm even richer. I have so much gold, so much silver, and power. Power? Oh, what kind of power? Well... I'm uh, the statesman's widow, you know, the statesman's widow. Now, if you marry me, first of all, you're going to inherit everything that belonged to my husband. That means you'll be a minister, a very high position. You'll have power. And being that you're a smart person, you have such intelligence, you're going to be able to rise even higher. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So you're going to have riches and power. All you have to do is marry me. Wow, it's very interesting. It's very, very tempting. I could be richer than I was before. And I probably don't have to work as hard. And then I would have power. I'd be a minister. I could do so much as a minister. Wow. Hmm. But right now I look like a Jew. And since I look like a Jew, they're not going to respect me. All the others? Ah, uh, I have an idea. Excuse me. Are you willing to do the following condition? Well, what kind of condition do you have? Well, um, I was thinking like this. I like the offer, but you know, if I become the minister, they won't respect me because they don't know. I need you before we get married, and this has to be before we get married, you have to make a very big party, and all the other ministers and statesmen and all the perutsim, all, all the big, fancy, honorable people, they have to be invited to this party. Yes, okay, and? And then you have to announce that I am the minister now. And you have to announce that they have to respect me and so on and so forth. And that's what you have to do. And after the party is over, and we rest up after the party, then I'll be willing to marry you. And then I'll be sure to be rich and filled with power. All right, sounds like a good idea. I like that idea. Not a bad idea. All right, we'll arrange this. And so 
She arranged for the party. And then it was a, like a tremendous party. And, and, and the ministers came and the Perutsum came, all the, 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 the squires and everything. They came and they were drinking and they were doing a lachayim here. Oh, they did the chayim? Whatever, toast, whatever. Anyways, so what happened was this. They were doing all these things, and they were partying and drinking and getting a shtickle drunk, but, you know. And, of course, this Yiddish guy, he wasn't getting drunk, you know. He just wanted to be recognized for his power and everything. And he was looking around the party. Wow, that's unbelievable. They're giving me such covered. Ah, they recognize me. Oh, look, they're proposing a toast. Hail to the new minister! Hail to the new minister! Yeah, hail to the new minister! Yeah, hail to the minister! Yeah, hail to the minister! Yeah, yeah! Hey, keep cool! <laughs> and so, sure enough, he was keeping cool. He didn't drink at that time. And so, what happened was is, Rabbi Herbs, I just realized something. What, what, what? Wasn't Rabbarach telling this part? Okay, Rabbarach, do you want to do it? Well, anyways, what happened was he went over and he was drinking water. They thought he was drinking schnapps. And, of course, the party was getting on and on. The hours were going. He went through the night, the party. And, uh, you know, she said, the lady said, Ah, okay, you know, this is a very long party. I'm so tired. I don't want to fall asleep by our wedding. So you know what? Um, let's push off the wedding for one more day so we can rest up and then get married. Now, are you happy with the party? Uh, yes, I'm very happy with the party. The party was fantastic. It was great. Everybody recognizes that now I'm a minister. It's really fantastic. Okay, so you go to sleep, and then, uh, you know, I guess I'll, uh, uh, you know, whatever it is, you know. <laughs> you told your wife already that you're getting married? Uh, actually, I didn't, you know. I'll just disappear. That's it. Uh, okay, whatever. All right, I'm going to sleep now. See you tomorrow, and we'll prepare a beautiful wedding, right? Oh, yeah, sure, 100%. Ah, wow. Everybody's gone, and this lady went to, to sleep already. So I got to take a little walk to get some fresh air. It was so hot in here. Okay, let me go outside a little bit. Let me go to the door, open it up. Okay, let me walk outside. Wow, what a beautiful garden. Ah, let me walk through this garden. Wait, I thought I heard something. Wow, it's me. Oh, it's me. Help me, help me. Everybody's me here. Oh, they don't give me any food here. Help me. What is that all about? Where's that voices? Where are those voices coming from? Uh, oh, it's over there. Wow. Deep at the other end of the garden is some sort of a... Looks like a prison house of some sort. Wow. Wow, wow. Oh, there's some guards over there. Let me come a little closer. <laughs> wow. Now I can hear the voices more. Wow, it's me. Wow, it's me. it's me. I need food. I need food. Excuse me. What are you people doing in here? They look Jewish. They have yarmulkes on their head. What are you people doing here? What are we doing here? I tell you what we're doing here. I didn't have enough money to pay the taxes. So instead of giving me more time to pay the taxes, they throw me in this dungeon. They put me in this prison here. And they give me a little bit of water. 
lest than a schnapps cup a day. And they give a piece of bread that's dry and stale and moldy. We're starving here. This is a terrible thing. All of this because you didn't pay your taxes? I mean, was it a reasonable tax? Of course not. It's not reasonable at all. Not at all. This tax is not reasonable in one cent. It's much more than we make. You know what I mean? They're asking much too much. Hmm. Wait a minute. I'm wearing minister clothing. I'm a minister now. I have power. Let me exert this power. Excuse me, guard. Yes, sir! Right away, sir! What is it, sir? Uh, listen to me, guard. Uh, you know who I am. Yes, sir! <laughs> I recognize that uniform. You're the new minister, aren't you? Yes, I am. And you know what? I don't like the fact that these people are prisoners here. You know what? I want a big wagon, enough to hold these people, with a horse and a driver. You understand that? Yes, sir! Right away, sir! Whatever you say, sir! And that's what I say. Now hurry up. Okay, sir. Do I have to clear with anybody? Clear with who? I am the minister. Don't you see? I am the minister. Look at my uniform. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. And so what happened was this. This uh, guard brought a wagon. He had one of the other soldiers become a driver. And they emptied the prison with all the Jewish prisoners. And he ordered the driver, wherever these people live, here I returned them. And then he asked for the official prison document and he stamped it and signed his name as the minister, the everything, the whole title. He had the signature ring and everything. And he freed them. And no longer did they owe taxes. And then, after they left, he was still walking in the fresh air. And something happened to him. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, this is the turning point in the story, right, Rabbi Herbs? Well, of course, you know that, because you know the story just as well as I do. All right, I'm inside your head now. Ow! What's the matter? I don't know, you have a box in there of some sort. Oh, my storage box, the one that holds up all the other stories. Oh, yeah, well, anyways, um, Rabarak, you want to continue? Of course. Anyways, what happened was like this. He suddenly had a different feeling, because you know the old saying, So when he started to do one thing bad, he started to do another, but now he changed. Suddenly he was doing something good. Pigeon Shivuyan is a very big mitzvah. And suddenly a different feeling fell over him. And he started to think. Wow, I don't get it. I feel a little different. I feel elated. I saved these Jewish people. And they were put in prison by the one that I'm going to marry? How can I marry her? I'm already married. And she's a shiksa. She's a goyata. What am I going to do? I can't. Wait a minute. I'm a minister. I have power. Got an idea. Excuse me. Guard? Yes, sir! Right away, sir! I would like a very fast wagon, okay? Yes, sir! Right away, as you say, sir! And so he got on the fast wagon, and he galloped as fast as he could, and once he was deep in the forest, he ripped off and changed the clothing. Didn't want to be a minister. Didn't want to be married to this lady. The chasna never took place. And because he did this tshuva, and he went back to being a good person, suddenly in Shemayim, they judged him at that moment. And the best in Shalmala said, this person just reached the category from the mitzvah that he did and the tshuva that he did. He is called a tzaddik. And he has such a power. This tzaddik was given the power that anything he says, it's tzaddik oimer v'hashem goizer. And that was the power given to him. I hear what you're saying. But hey, Ligarov, 
where on earth, how did it happen that he became a drunk? If he's a tzaddik, how did he become a drunk? Ah, Maisa Sutin. Maisa Sutin? What do you mean? Yes, Rabbi. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe you can explain it to us, you know what I mean? We're not in such a high madriga, you know? All right. Um, well, uh, you're going to tell how I got a drunk? How I became a drunk? Yes, 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 we're going to tell you. Tuvia, relax. Okay, so in Shemayim, the Sotin came forward. <laughs> Excuse me, but best in Shemayim, do you realize what's going to happen if this man has that power? Then whatever he says is going to happen, and we, the ministering angels, the Malachim over here, have to carry out his word because that's the will of Hashem. Because Tzadikoyme <laughs> So let me tell you something. If that happens, we got a big problem. Rebbe, this Sutton has that power? Yes, the Sutton has such a power. And so the Sutton started to say things. Now listen here. You see what's going to happen is like this. If if somebody did something wrong, and they're gonna cry to him for five minutes, he's gonna say something that that the, the, the gazebo should go away, and then there's never gonna be a, 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 any dintayra. There's never gonna be justice. People are gonna get away with everything, and then who knows? Maybe the people are unworthy, and all of a sudden he's gonna say, "Bring Mashiach," and if he does that, boy, oh boy, we're in trouble because people are not ready for him yet. Ah, uh, so this is what the Sutton did. So the Sutton had a good argument, and it was decided that his power would only be used on special occasions. So because of the Sutton, what happened was is this person was turned into a drunk, but he didn't lose his power. Just when he's a drunk, he can't concentrate. So all he does is drink and drink, and sleep and sleep, and walks around like a shikha. But... This was a very serious situation, and people were trying so hard to do tshuva. <coughs> Excuse me. And the gazer was very strong. So what happened was this. I was mespalel to a rabbi and he revealed to me about this tzaddik, and he revealed to me what to do. And that's why I told you not to leave before he says it. And any time there's going to be a problem, and something really has to be done, his secret will be revealed and he'll be able to break the gazera. But until then, if we are not worthy for gazeras to be broken, if we are not worthy for Mashiach to come yet, then he's not going to. So if we want Mashiach to come, we have to be worthy of it. We have to keep trying to do tshuva. Understand? Uh, yeah, sure enough. And so, Kindalach and everybody else there that's listening, adults and everybody and everything, that's what happened. The gazera was gone, the sickness was gone. And they understood that this tzaddik was a very special person and there was a good reason why he was made into a drunk. <coughs> wow, wasn't that great? Yeah, we did a good job again, I think. Okay, so we're ready to take some phone calls, I guess. Um, uh, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Hey? Yes, you. What's your name? Um... Hi, my name is Nikhil Simon. Oh, very nice. You call a lot. And I learned that you should always listen to your rabbi. And also, can I talk to Professor um, 
You guys can never shoot her. You want to talk to me, Professor Kneppelstrudel? What can I do for you? You're not going to give me a motorcycle ride, are you? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump and you're gonna fall. Oh no no you you you're that heavy? You're such a big person like Schrager Fiber? Yeah. Oh boy, I'm getting out of here. See you. Well Bye. Bye bye. Okay, next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? <coughs> and what lesson you learned? Night story. <coughs> Excuse me, yes. Yes, you. Yeah. My, my name is Aton. <coughs> yes. And what lesson you learned tonight's story? Uh, I know that song. Uh, it's very easy. It's on, on A minor. Uh, you can also sing it on A, on a, on a major. Anyways, you got your thoughts? Don't be so nervous. <clears throat> Go ahead. So tell, tell us what lesson you learned. You're too nervous. I, oh. Yeah, you can tell us? Uh, All right, I guess we'll have to go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? <clears throat> and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? <clears throat> My name is Esty Steiger. And I learned that you should be a tzaddik, you should have good midos, and you should believe in tzaddikim, because they know what right, what's right. Very good, very good. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, now we go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name, and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello, my name is Eliyahu, and I learned that you should always have that you should always trust in your rabbi and see what he does. Could I speak to Mendy Bendy? Hi, what, what do you want with Mendy Bendy? Why does everybody want to call us here, you know? Uh, it's just... I listened to your CD, and, and Mendy Bendy was very strong. Oh, yes, How yes. How is that strong? He got a, I have a, a bracha from a rabbi. Okay, anyways, oh, we gotta... Who is that? Ah, you know, it's a highly cathartic. But anyways, we gotta go on now to take other phone calls. Sorry. I remember, Leo, you used to come here. Yes, I remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Bye. Bye. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> I'm here, Jano. Hey, Jericho, I'm here. <laughs> Very interesting introduction, Marsha. <laughs> okay. Yes, I know, but I'm talking to Jano, not you. Hey, Jano, come over here. Who are you, who are you calling? Couldn't hear it. Hey, Jano Karlinski from the Sugar Storm, come out over here. You have your notepad ready? I have two lessons to shoot out. Okay, tell us the lessons meanwhile. Go ahead, because we want to see if we can get another call in between. Go ahead, tell us the lessons. Okay, okay. Number one, never drink too much. And number two, believe in Sadiq. And I got to sound off now. Okay, bye-bye, bye-bye. Okay. Hello, uh, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? You might be the last caller. So, what is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello, you're on the air. Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Maybe he'll be the next caller. And uh, maybe the last caller. Yes, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? I learned that... My name is Chaim Shain and I learned that you should always have a Munat 
Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, so I think that's the last caller. That's all the time we have. Because, believe it or not, Rab Simcha is here. So, we're going to say bye-bye. So, Yossi, bye-bye. <laughs>